Welcome to episode 140 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. Today we're going to be listening to a clip that's from the Utah Division of Wildlife. It was a work group session meeting in April, and it was Dax, Dax Mangus, uh, the big game coordinator for the Utah Division of Wildlife, talking about mule deer. And he says a couple of interesting things that I want to talk about as we go through this clip. Some good news to start with, maybe. Uh, this is a graph that shows our statewide deer population for the last oh, 20 or so years. Um, our population objective is, is a little over 400,000. That's the sum total from all the unit plan population objectives. Um, if you look there at the very end, from December of 2021 through December of 2022, which is our, our survival year, we track deer survival, our statewide deer population grew by, by almost 30,000 deer, about 10%. So, you know, that, there, there's the good news. Um, when I took over this job as the big game coordinator, everyone's like, oh, you've turned the corner on the drought. Things are looking really good. You're, you're, you're gonna, you know, you you got some, some gravy years ahead of you. And, and then this winter hit and, and uh, maybe things aren't, it depends on what part of the state you're looking at, but, but maybe the picture's not as cheery uh, looking through this winter. It's also not the end of the world either. We're seeing, we saw a little uptick in fawn production. You know, that's the kind of thing that drives, uh, drives population increases when you have more fawns and, and recruit those fawns into the population. That, that is you know, a positive thing. The monsoon pattern moisture we've had the last couple of years where we get some rain in the summer and, and in the fall, uh, that can really make a difference on a lot of units in, in our state. Um, if it never stops, if we never stop getting the precipitation when the weather turns cold, that it can maybe take it too far. It's, you know, it's either not enough or too much. It feels like this graph right here shows statewide deer survival rates, you know, from 2010 through through uh, through this last year. Um, that top line, that orange colored line, that's adult doe survival, and the blue line there that that has a lot more noise and a lot more variability is fawn survival. Um, you can see our our adult doe survival kind of hovers in between 80 and 90 percent. Um, fawn survival can vary quite a bit more, and and just reinforcing how big of a driver that can be. It, inside this period right here, when we had good weather, we had really good fawn survival. We grew a hundred thousand deer. During this period of time, when we really dealt with with drought impacts and fawn survival varied a lot more, and we had a lot more low years, low fawn survival, we lost eighty thousand deer. So there's a couple of points in there that I found really interesting. One, they talked about how many deer they lost and how many deer they gained in a good year. So in the good years where they had those late monsoonal rains and they went into winter really healthy and then we had light winters, we grew 100,000 deer. And then since 2017, they've lost over 80,000 of those deer they grew. What's kind of interesting is I was remembering back to the conversation we had with Toby Boudreaux and where he talked about if they have a good year, a quarter of all those deer that they have lost this year, they can grow back. And so within four years of really good winters and really good summers with those late monsoonal rains, they can get all the deer back that they've lost if they get four good years. Now, since 2017, they haven't really had a good year. It's been, it's been pretty brutal every other year. And so you do have some of those challenges. The other thing I really wanted to talk about is he talked about uh, those late monsoonal rains. And there was a study put out um, not too long ago, 
let's see, 2016, 2017, and it talks about ungulate reproductive parameters and how it corresponds with plant phenology as well as latitude and climate change, as well as latitude and climate. And the one thing that's interesting in talking about the different moisture that Utah receives, and this study was specifically in Utah, is 17% of the snow in the summer, or 17% of the water in the summer comes from winter snow melting. Then you have 29% of that moisture comes in a mix of snow and rain, and this is from July and September. But the key driver in these late monsoonal rains is summer rain, and that counts for 52% of all the water. And that's what's helping these high elevations obtain the amount of moisture and nutrients they need is these late summer rains. And it counts for over half of the moisture that these plants need that the mule deer are eating. So if you have a lack of these monsoonal rains, let's say they just don't come, your deer are going to be hurting going in to the fall because they're, the plants that are eating are just lacking. There's been a drought. They're burning up. They're not carrying the amount of nutrients and protein they need. If you even get half of that, they're still going to be hurting going in. You're going to have lighter deer. They're eating lesser quality food because they just don't have the moisture. So these late monsoonal rains are key in sending these deer into winter healthy. They just need to happen. As the winter snow starts to melt in the summer, in July through September, it drops off drastically. And as it's dropping off, all of a sudden it meets in August those summer rains. And that's where the summer rains take over. So we're talking about August, September, October, those dry periods right before it switches over, those are the key monsoonal seasons that they're talking about. These deer need them. If you recognize in August, September, October, when farmers are out harvesting hay and there's no rain during that time, just know the deer were probably going to struggle going into winter unless it's a dry or unless it's a, a, a small winter with less amount of precipitation. All right, you guys, if you like today's episode, go ahead and subscribe. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, comment. Let me know how I can get better. Hope you guys enjoyed. Take care. Stay wild.